What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 49. And today's episode, I actually tried to double record this live um, on my Instagram because it was actually prompted by a message that I got from somebody who competed this weekend. And she was looking for some nutritional advice around competition. And uh, congratulations, Lauren. I believe you were third place in your competition. So if you're listening to this after the comp, uh, I hope you had a good time. And I'm glad that I was able to help you out a little bit. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about competition or game day style fueling. This is not just specifically for those of you guys looking to optimize performance in the gym. I'm talking about some, maybe some different changes that are going to happen around the actual competition. And I thought it was also very timely to do this since we are about one week out from the CrossFit games. Uh, and I'm super stoked to be participating, but I'm also super stoked to be also able to witness some of the amazing athleticism that we're going to be able to see next week. So um, I don't know all the details as to where you're going to be able to watch that live. So keep uh, keep your eye on games.crossfit.com or following their Instagram feed because I'm sure that they're going to have tons of stuff up there. But let's get into this a little bit of, about competition day fueling and, and how to optimize your nutrition for your competition. And I'm going to start off by talking about some things that you don't want to do and some considerations to make uh, in terms of how to approach the, the competition day fueling. So some things that you don't want to do, you never want to try new things on competition day. So this goes for supplements, pre-workouts, different types of foods, uh, different types of meal timing strategies, all of that stuff. Hands down, this is the number one tip I'm going to give you today is you never experiment on the day of performance. You know, it's, it's like, it's the same thing with your movements too, right? If you do muscle ups a certain way and somebody at the competition gives you this one tip and you want to change everything, that's not the time to start playing with new strategies. You do best by doing what you know best. So stick to what you know. That means keeping your food choices about the same, trying to think about as much as you can, keeping your training environment very similar to than you would do at home, uh, the types of foods you eat before you train, all of that stuff. Try and keep it as similarly as possible. Uh, the other thing you don't want to do is, is start looking left and right and looking at what everybody else is doing. Because what you're going to find is that all of the athletes out there, all of the top level athletes have very different foods that they enjoy, very different meal timing, very different strategies, all of that stuff. You've got some athletes that talk about training fasted, whereas others are like, no way, that's not going to work for me. So you have to really worry about yourself and optimizing how you perform your best, not looking at anybody else in the room. The other thing that I really try and get people to avoid around competition is eating anything that they did not prepare or that isn't already prepackaged. This goes for restaurants, food trucks, things like that. And the reason for that is the chance of getting sick is high, especially if the climate is very hot and those foods have been sitting for a long time. And once again, we're looking at optimal training environment or optimal competition environment. So the more of the variables you can control, the better. I highly recommend bringing your own food cooler, bringing the foods that you know feel best to you to make sure that you're optimizing your body's opportunity to perform its best. The next thing that I wanted to go into is a little bit about the considerations um, when you're divide or deciding on how to approach game day fueling. Uh, one of the things that you want to think about is how many days is your competition and how many workouts is it? So is it one day, you know, a couple of hours in the morning where they're doing like kind of like a 90 minute power hour? Is it one day where you've got, you know, big breaks in between? Is it one day where you've got short breaks in between? Is it two days? Is it three days? Or maybe you're going into the CrossFit games and it's five or six days of competition. 
all of that stuff is going to play a different factor into how much food you should be eating and um, also how you're going to be approaching the types of foods that you're eating. Once again, you want to make sure you're controlling that environment. So it's it's also common that people like to go out to eat at night. So if you are going to be getting relying on you know restaurant style foods, always make sure that you're keeping those in controlled uh, ways. Like you can see everything that's in there, not getting a lot of sauces and definitely try and avoid things that are notorious for causing food poisoning, like rare meats and food that's or like fish and stuff like that. Um, the other thing that you're going to want to look at is your overall volume. So are you doing a team competition, which is less volume than you normally do in training? Um, are you doing an individual competition where maybe the training volume matches and the intensity is going to be higher? All of that stuff matters. And then the last thing that I wrote down in here is actually two more things, heat times. So what times you're going, are you, you know, like, how does your workouts look spread out throughout the day? When is your first workout? When is your last workout? And then the last one, which is super important is your climate. Like, is it super hot? Is it super cold? All of that stuff is going to play a factor. And the main reason for considering all those things is approaching what types of food you're going to be eating, whether you're going to be keeping, you know, where you're going to be able to get more nutrient dense meals and where you have to think about calorie dense meals so that you don't have a bunch of food sitting in your belly. Uh, and also how many calories that you're going to need to be, you know, adding in. Uh, and, and as I kind of get into the calorie equation here, it's important to note that around competition, your body composition is not your primary goal. Your primary goal is topping off glycogen stores, making sure that you're getting in enough calories to recover from your workouts and that you're primed and ready to go the next day. So what you eat on game day matters so much. But what matters even more is the days leading up to game day. And before I get into the food aspects of this, I want you guys to understand that optimizing your life days leading up to your competition matters too. So if you're getting off of work at 9 p.m. on Friday night and then you're driving two hours to the hotel to get up and register by 6 a.m. and compete for two days, that's not optimal. So it is the best you the best thing that you could do is set yourself up to have that day before competition. Some some athletes like two days before, where I would say a day before where you can like relax. You should be either you know getting into town earlier in the day so you have the evening to recover. You get all your food ready. You're kind of prepped up. Your bags are packed. You're ready to go. This way, you're not in that place of of just stress and chaos, trying to get in, get in and get out. You you want to be rested. So food matters, but your body recovery matters as well. So the food you eat, as I'm getting into that, just like your lifestyle leading up to the competition, matters just as much, if not more, to what you eat the day of competition. You can set yourself up for failure by not optimizing what you're eating the two days before your competition, because that's the energy that your body is going to be using in that competition. The food that you're eating during it is optimizing blood sugar levels, um, and it's also helping your body recover. But the calories that are stored from the days before are sitting in your muscles, primed and ready to be broken, or they're already broken down, they're ready to be used. So you got to make sure that you're really getting that nutrition dialed in a couple of days before. Um, if you aren't already following a, a protocol split with macros, uh, where you're a little bit higher carb and maybe like a little bit lower fat and protein, which a lot of my CrossFit athletes are, uh, only because of their training volume, you would start doing that leading up to that competition. So you would probably go like a 45 to 50% carbs. Some athletes, depending on what kind of volume, if there's going to be some endurance events, probably going up to 55 to 60%. So if you're a CrossFit games athlete, you're probably going to go up to that 60% uh, mark coming up and you're probably going to drop fat a little bit and keep protein about the same. But, um, and this is all very specific to you guys. Um, and, and, and as I'm kind of going into all this stuff, what I will tell you is it is really important to take the time to experiment 
with game day uh, training, I'm sorry, game day nutrition in your training settings. So optimizing maybe a mock week of, or a mock weekend of competition where you can get an idea for how to fuel between workouts. If you're really looking to optimize how you're going to perform there, you should be doing that stuff in your training. So maybe you're spending a Friday and a Saturday and you're, and you're dialing it in like Friday and then Saturday you're hitting the workouts and you're trying to figure out what foods feel best to you. If you don't have that opportunity, you're at least trying it out before your training in, in your regular routine. So you're playing around with different food groups and different combinations that you like or don't like. So I, I've learned pretty, pretty hardcore, like which foods feel good with me before specific workouts. I know what I like to eat before a heavy strength workout. I know what I like to eat before a, a lighter, a workout where I need to be a little bit lighter, uh, more of a gymnastics or aerobic based workout. So really important for you guys to do that stuff as well. So let's go into game day fueling to kind of help you guys out. Now, this is going to be different. Uh, well, I shouldn't say really that much different, but if you're doing multiple day events, it's you're really just going to be getting more food in, um, especially at nighttime. If you're doing just like a single day event, you can kind of relax on that on that evening because at the end of the day, I guess we should start from backwards, right? The last day of your competition, the, after it's all over, you're going to want to celebrate, but just make sure that happens after all of the training is done, you don't want anything to be upsetting your stomach or any of that kinds of stuff, but kind of backtracking from there, you want to optimize while you're in your day of competition, lowering fiber, probably lowering vegetable intake a little bit and saving that for the evening time. Uh, when you're not having to think about, um, you know, going out and obviously the fight or flight response that you're going to get from working out isn't going to be there at nighttime. So I do recommend during competition that you keep your foods very simple and easy to digest. I love, um, you know, you're going to want source of protein, carbs, and fat. So my favorite things to have on hand are like deli turkey, yogurt, whey protein shakes. These are all your protein sources. Um, maybe some grilled chicken, uh, some, you know, maybe a protein bar, uh, anything that's really easy for your body to break down. And then you're going to do the same thing with your carbs. It could be like white rice, sweet potato, red potatoes. Um, maybe even some, I love rice cakes. Y'all know I love rice cakes. Um, things that are just really simple for your body to break down. Uh, fruit can be good, but not too much fruit because fruit is actually not the best for getting those glycogen stores topped off. It, it's mainly fructose, so it's okay to have it, but you want to get those more um, starchy carbs in. Um, bananas can be a better choice of fruits because it is more starch than it is fructose. Um, oats, I will normally have oats in the morning. I'm just trying to think popcorn, anything that's really easy. And if you're listening, a lot of these foods don't require a ton of um, cooking or preparation. So you can just kind of buy them. And I like to pre-portion them out. So I don't have to worry about that the day of. Um, the other thing is thinking about that climate question. If you're going to be outdoors and it's going to be super hot, you might want to get a couple of coconut waters or some Gatorade or something like that to help with the electrolytes because hydration matters just as much, uh, as your food as well. So you want to keep yourself hydrated. Other things is just kind of um, the things that honestly I would say not to get a ton of that people used to get a ton of in CrossFit is you don't want to get like a bunch of like the nuts and nut butters and stuff like that. That stuff sits so heavy in your stomach and it doesn't give you the carbohydrates that your body needs. So keep it super light. It's okay to have it throughout the day if you want a few nuts or some nut butter on a banana um, or you want to have a protein bar, but just try and keep things a little bit lighter. And then that evening, that's when you're going to want to really get those nutrient dense foods, the veggies. Maybe it's a big raw salad. Maybe it's some cooked um, broccoli or asparagus with some lean proteins and some kind of a starch there. And then if it's a multiple day competition, you're doing the same thing. When it comes to meal timing of these things, 
It really depends on your heat schedule. So everybody's going to be a little bit different. The most important thing is you don't want to be eating anything within that hour or so or 90 minutes or so of your training. You want it or your competition, whatever the event might be, that one single workout. You want to have all that stuff digested ahead of time. So this is where taking a look at your timing between meals matters. So if you have a workout at 10 and then another one at 1230, it's really important that when you finish that workout, we're all notorious for like the high fives of fist bumps and going out and talking and mingling. You need to make sure that you have food, carbs, and protein then to get you ready for your next workout because you're not going to have a big time. Whereas if you you know have a larger time, you can kind of play around with things. You still want to be taking in those nutrients post-workout, but you might have a little bit more time than if you have to get another snack in, you can. So my recommendation is breakfast, get your, get your normal breakfast in. That's usually a pretty easy meal for people. Um, figure out when your first workout is. Now, if you're someone that's starting really early with like a swim or a bike, if you're in the CrossFit games and like they're having a 7 a.m. event, it might just be topping off your stores with maybe some kind of a, a fuel for fire or some kind of a baby food pack or a goo pack or something like that. And then hitting your larger meal after that first event. Uh, but if that's not you, then you're going to be hitting your normal breakfast, go in, hit your first workout. After that workout, prime, get your protein and your carbs in. It could be a whey protein shake and some coconut water or some kind of other carb. Personally, another thing that I like to is cereal. Um, and then you're going to kind of look at the rest of your schedule, figure out is that meal or that post-workout all going to be a pre-workout for your next, or are you going to have a post-workout and then another snack? So it really depends on where you're at. All of these foods in between here should probably be somewhere between like one and 200 calories per hour at the most, depending on how long your competition is going to be, because you don't want to have anything sitting real heavy. You actually want to take in little bits throughout the day. So don't get in your head about taking in too much. Be more about taking in too little. You don't, you don't want to take in too little. This is also where people will do like a lot of gummy candies and stuff like that um, to kind of help top things off a little bit there as well. Um, but that was really the main thing in terms of the meal timing and that, uh, when it comes to overall numbers, like I already kind of mentioned this and I don't want to kind of get off in cause it's, it's so very dif differential, a good rule of thumb. And I don't want to, and I don't want to really like give a blanket number because I feel like there's so many variables in this in terms of like the types of training and how many events and what kind of volume, but you should start by at least bumping up your carbs by 50 to 75 grams per day of competition. If you are doing longer endurance events, that's probably going to double, if not triple. And so this is where having a coach, not just for the goal of like fat loss and building muscle, but also for like optimizing performance can be super helpful to teach you these things. And it's why I have a coach. Um, so I know this is kind of a little bit of a shorter episode, but I did want to put some thoughts out there for you guys that are competing. Um, and if you are going to be watching the CrossFit games next week, uh, hopefully it's going to be a fun show. I'm, I'm expected to see some amazingness. Uh, and it's really cool. Like watching some of the other podcasts put out some pretty cool stuff. I believe this is CrossFit's 15 year anniversary. Um, so I know that there's a been a couple of podcasts putting out like the top 10, uh, best female athletes, best male athletes. I'm super excited to listen to that kinds of stuff. Anyways, I hope this helps those of you guys that are out there and you're competing and you're getting ready to get after it. Uh, and if you are competing in the CrossFit games, this helps you out a little bit and you need more help getting ready for the competition. Uh, shoot, shoot me a text message, shoot me a, an email, uh, shoot me a DM. I would love to be able to help you get ready for, uh, probably your biggest event of the year. So I'll see you guys out there.